0: No, the smoke's gotten in
1: it slowly dying. It's your host, one of Eric's lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Quality
2: check are available on the sidebar. Hold on, let me show. There we go. All right. I like that. Um, all right, welcome to another episode of Moralia Python <laughs> Radio. And in this episode, since we haven't had carpets and coffee with Lucas for a while, we figure and we did carpets and coffee with me and Owen the other day. We figured we'd mm-hmm. have Lucas on, and I wanted to talk Woma pythons. I know you don't, Owen. I know it's I, not a bumpy-scale It's not snake.
0: that I <laughs> – l- listen, it's not that I don't like Woma pythons. It's just that I sent the – I've had <laughs> five over the years. I had a trio that were awesome and I got rid of, and then I'm like, oh, I want to get back into it. And then I got my pair that I got two slug clutches from and I'm like clearly I'm not doing this correctly and I sent them to Lucas and then Lucas was like these things suck and they're not pretty <laughs> enough and then he got rid of it I also it. got so, a slug clutch <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, I forgot
2: you did that so, yeah. so that, Owen. I'm does
0: that pretty technically pretty sure mean still that you bred them or what no, no no you
1: don't that doesn't count until there are babies I babies. think in that particular case though like it's very hmm. obvious that it wasn't you or I just that bear yeah. was not fertile. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like once, maybe that's a mistake. Twice, you're really fucking like up. Times. Three times, it's, it's on the snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I like Especially Woma. when the next Womas. four Womas I try to breed, I'll have perfect clutches.
2: <laughs> yes. Per- perfect yeah. clutches, you say? Yes. Quiet, you. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk to the Woma pythons. Um, yeah, so... How many clutches have you had this season?
1: Twenty-five. Uh, I oh. had of four Walmas? clutches. Oh. <laughs> of <Walmas>. Okay. <laughs> four clutches of Wilmas.
2: So me and Owen were talking. We're starting we, here. We do We that. were talking the other day, and we were talking about when we go to a reptile show. Mm. So you tell me how it is out on the West Coast. But when we're going to the East Coast or Tinley Park, and you go and you're looking for walmart pythons, they're often kind of fugly. <laughs> they're still walmart pythons, but they're not like... Yes, Lucas Lee Woma bite. Well, it's or, because it's, everybody gets Miller line. Well, Woma everybody Woma does pythons.
0: what I was going to do. They get a pair of Womas, and then that yes. pair of Womas produces.
2: So, why do you think that some species do that and some species don't? Do you think it's just a check the box type of thing
1: that some species have that differential quality? Yeah, Is like that what
2: you're saying. Well, no, no, no. Like, like there's like breeders will like not be selective with. They just get a pair, just mm, oh. to, you know what I mean? Like, right. oh, I had Womas, I bred them.
1: Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, I think that's what it is. You know, you're going to just want to have the the check on your list. Yeah. That I bred Womas. And, you know, probably in the past, more so than now, it was also they were valuable. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're, you're charging money either way, Um, you know. And yeah. a woma's a woma, and there, you know, womas and blackheads both look pretty dang good as babies, um, mm-hmm. even if they're not going to stay that way, uh, right? So, you know, you can kind of have ugly be- adults and still sell the babies as looking a little better, <laughs> yeah. you know, a little better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I think also it's opportunity. So, I know Jason got a, his pair of womas just because he had the opportunity to do so. Because I think. He was either offered a pair like in a trade or there was a pair that came up available. Like if you're in reptiles long enough, everything's going to scurry across your field of view and stuff like that where you could potentially get involved. And it seems like it's not that much of a far jump from carpets to Womas as far as care. Um, so, yeah, why not just get a pair? That well, was, in terms of my care, opinion. they're –
1: they're easy as shit. I mean, they, they're mm. like, in terms of care, you might as well, you know, say a Woma's the best starter snake. <laughs> it's but like in terms Australian of temperament, snake, right? but yeah. in terms of whether you want to get bit, yeah, they're very, they're very friendly. They just want to eat
0: <laughs> all the time. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Woma the only one who ever Woma. bit me
0: on a knee.
2: How
1: many are you working so. with right now, Eric?
2: Uh, right now, I only have two. Okay. I have a pair. But I have had over the years, I think I've had a total of six.
1: Even if you let them like put their face on you, they don't just open their mouth. <laughs> I guess
2: maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it's how I handle them because yeah. I'm they're, not really a handler, you know. Like, that's one really thing s- that
1: I would say about Walmas is while they can be bitey, they're also really maneuverable in that mm-hmm. if you don't let them get a face near you, then. They won't bite you, <laughs> like, right? You
0: know, you can't bite you. They can't, can you them if they can't get away. their face near you. Whereas, like, okay, yeah. like
1: with other stuff, you know, with like I don't know, pythons with heat pits, the like scrubs or or, or an angry carpet, you know, they can get you from pretty far away. Womas don't really do that, right? Is it
0: how like is it because the striking, I guess, like the center of gravity or something is so far back and really kind of long species where womas almost seems pretty forward. They don't have that long of a jump.
1: Yeah, kind of a it, deal. It, that's been my experience as well. They'll get you if you if you let them get close, but they don't really do the like swinging for your hip from three feet away. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> I, going for
0: the face you think from that's the ground, just yeah.
2: because of the uh, what would it be? The, uh, just because of their feeding preferences, like meaning that they're not really ambushing yeah. from a well. They're they're going up into a tree and
1: eating. Bearded, yeah. Some of them, right? <laughs> yeah, Totally, right. but but also just as much, you know, close quarters, um, snagging stuff in burrows, and very
2: right close has range been, combat. Yeah, <laughs> has there been any? Um, has there been any studies or papers or maybe just miscellaneous uh, observations of like? I've always heard that when when They'll go into a burrow. They'll sort of like, they're. it's almost like they're not even, constr- well, they are constricting, but they're more or less like sort of pushing the prey against mm-hmm. the wall and sort of pinning it.
1: Yeah. Is, is that legit? Absolutely. Um, blackheads, I would say, do it more frequently. Okay. But Walmas will do that as well. Um, very much like Dry Marcon. Remember uh, to say
0: Dry Marcon uh, in, in that's the Americas? Their thing.
1: They're kind of mm-hmm. very similar animals, just new world, old world, you know, in terms of their life history um, but yeah, Womas will do the strike and crush um, right. but again blackheads more often right, okay
2: yeah. can they, have you do you have ones that are since you're working with such a big group of them are you working <laughs> with some that are super chill and don't do that or is it sort of like you're, a lot you're it's gonna of- happen so
1: a lot of my, like, really reliably chill Womas were some of the less good-looking ones, but the ones I got earlier on in uh, keeping. Gotcha. Um, right. And so I, I, I've i moved a few of those on. I, I traded some that were very docile, but, you know, a little more average, a little more drab-looking. Right. And, you know, as is the case with so many things for no reason the pretty ones are all assholes um so it's like the ones it's that i have the way yeah the ones that i've wanted to keep that have that really nice high orange or the looks that i'm going for are, are usually like mean because the universe just can't let me have nice things so um mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can actually, have one or the other at this point they're all pretty sus um and i had one that was really chill and reliable uh-huh to hold without getting bit and then she laid eggs and now she's a monster so ah uh, yeah yeah
0: do you think it was that just that because i've always had it gone the go the other way like they're they're a-holes they breed and then really they chill out yes
1: no kidding huh
0: I'll, especially with males it's like and maybe not even breed they're a-holes they're picky about food they go down for winter all of a sudden they're chill and they'll eat anything i put in front of them it's like please don't do that to me again and it's like mm. okay so
1: yeah i don't know i mean and with the western blackhead two seasons ago you know she was also really chill and then had her clutch and then turned into a demon so i'm over too 2 with that um in in terms of nice animals having clutches and then I, you know, that I don't know what the reason is. Um, maybe they're just super hungry <laughs> because they could be put a lot of energy into those eggs. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I have, I mean, you, you mentioned snakes changing disposition after a cool down. I've had that happen. Um, or feeding preferences. I had the diamond that was a, a mouser that would only eat live mice and then, I froze her and now she's eating frozen rats. So I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> she went out on the porch. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
2: so I guess maybe, maybe, maybe for, for listeners that maybe don't know anything about WOMAs, talk, <laughs> talk about maybe how you do set them up. Like what's sure. your, what's your approach?
1: So if you are somebody that, is coming from like, Oh, I have a ball Python, but I want to get something a little bit more neat, uh, a little bit cooler. Uh, You're in luck with the Womas because you can set them up pretty much the same way, except you don't need to worry about humidity. Um, They do really well uh, with temperatures. You know, they're very forgiving. You can have your cold side just kind of fall to room temp. It doesn't need to be like above 75 or something like that you know they'll be fine um but i kind of the females that bred for me this year were all just in cb 70s um Mm -hmm. you know they were all in uh in a rack water bowl hide uh 90 to 92 hot spot and whatever Mm. was the temperature in my apartment is what the rest of the bin was and they're easy. They're a piece of cake. That's, that's how did that,
2: what did you keep your hotspot at, Owen, for them? Maybe I'm keeping them too low.
0: <laughs> um, I kept them right around the same as my carpet. So it was like 85, 86.
1: Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I should say it does fluctuate for me, right? So mm-hmm. with, yeah. it, with the rack, I mean, I have like a probe directly on the heat tape in the back and sure. i set that to like i don't know 103 so that it gets to you know between right. 88 sure. and 92 like where the snake actually is um, right. but i don't have ac or heating my apartment is basically just whatever the weather is so right. dear god they experience um, a lot of fluctuation here
0: <laughs> I, I would say this is a good psa for today um check your heat tapes kids yeah. um and, and swapped Did them you just out get regularly a text
1: that something bad happened no no oh. no that happened earlier
0: <laughs> today um oh. yes yesterday I was cleaning and I found out one of my racks melted two bins um wow and the heat tape went that haywire and I was pulling it out and it was like melted heat tape melted like very lots of spots of melted heat tape. Um oh, fuck. no snakes were injured nothing was really damaged. Um
1: my For house purposes, is fine. Uh, yep. How how old was that rack or that round of tape? If you had changed rack, it the rack
0: is eons old. The yeah. rack is eons old. The tape, maybe two
1: years old. No kidding. Uh, wow. wow. Yeah. Spooky. That's spooky. Yep.
0: yep. Okay. So is it um, that
2: new uh, newer new tape, tape stuff or new is tape
0: it, yep, like with the, that the, company
2: I am talking about. That's
0: yeah. RNG with how they do it with the grommets. Just... Yeah. Yep. It was new tape. Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah, so, you know, they, wow. there's nothing like having that kind of a scare and then having the world constantly smell like smoke all day today. So, yeah. yeah. Welcome
1: to my world, East Coasters. <laughs> yeah. You're not this used is what to
0: California's this. like. He's horrible.
1: <clears throat> my sister's in Brooklyn, and she was texting that the air quality index is like 400 plus. I'm thinking back yep. to 2020 when I'm working outside as a biologist, and it was 650. <laughs> like, Oh shit, really? Like try hard out there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Breathe less.
2: What? Yeah. The so West Coast is like, oh, look at the East Coast with their cute little <laughs> warning. <laughs>
1: no, it it is bad though. Yeah, be
2: careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could feel it for sure. Hell as soon yeah. as I walked out, I didn't know it was crazy and I
1: walked out and I'm like <gasps> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, the problem is it's not just trees, you know? It's like yeah, burned yes. cars and stuff like that. It's not good to breathe. Yes, it's definitely not. Um
2: Okay, yeah, Anywho. so I always like to talk about that because I think it gives the listeners, um, you know, depending on where they're at, is how that setup is going to be, you know? So yeah. us being here on the East Coast, we're going to have a little bit of different parameters as opposed to you on the West Coast where you're saying... You know, things like uh, you don't have the air conditioning. We have basements. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I'll
1: I'll speak to that a little more, too. I kind of gave a lazy answer. I mean, I know a lot of people rightfully think of walmas and they think of, you know, extremes, you know, extreme heat, extreme cold. And while that's certainly true, you know, these snakes do come from those areas that experience, you know, 110 during the day and below freezing at night depending on the season um mm-hmm. what what people need to understand is that these are animals that spend 80 to 90 percent of their time underground and in these burrows where they are seeking shelter um the majority of the time the temperature is very stable and it's also a pretty high humidity environment um so you know if you are kind of trying to replicate a more natural regime you know then i would say a dry environment with a humid hide um if you if you want to provide something that is more akin to a burrow um Mm -hmm. that being said might never really have shedding problems but again if you're trying to like go out of your way to mimic nature but you don't need to ever expose them to extreme temperatures in either direction because they're not existing in that they are escaping that and they can find a spot underground that is going to be reliably like 82 degrees, you know, yeah. pretty much all yeah. the time. <clears throat> I remember
2: um I I think the first time this really clicked in my brain about this whole idea of microhabitats with with animals is that the first trip that we went to Australia was well I think even in Northern Territory, like one, mm-hmm. it would be like, I don't know, 100 degrees outside, and you would yeah. go into the cave and you're talking like 80 to 70 yeah. to 80, you know? I, I have pictures of shooting the temp gun. Like, holy shit. Like, that wow. was, um, this is 100%. how things survive in this place. Well,
0: yeah. that was, that was at Kakadu too. They showed like there was the whole big, um, area and then they said this is where like we assume like where we found like tribal artifacts and things like that and it was insanely hot and then inside where they assumed uh people lived at one point it was like way cooler i'm like ah i get it (laughs) like now i know why they were here so yeah
1: well and there's a reason that the womas you know their number one uh habitat um driver that you know the the main thing that determines whether they're going to exist in a region or not is those burrows that's why the southwestern population is you know potentially extinct is because they destroyed all the burrows to grow right uh wheat and and things of that nature so um they can't exist without that microhabitat um right. it's that simple right. for them whereas other things might be able to you know shelter in an attic like a carpet python that's it's not a woma <laughs> right yeah and do, blackheads
2: don't have that same strategy right they're more they're not they as, definitely
1: will use burrows but they're not as reliant it's not as much of, on, of a of a life or death i think that on average in general they're probably using you know rocky outcroppings and and you know exist in rockier areas more right. often moving than, at
0: night kind of a deal yeah
1: yeah certainly um but they will use it absolutely Mm-hmm. Um, are these monitor burrows that, uh, or are they just taking advantage of any burrow
2: that they can get?
0: Wombat burrows.
2: They will
1: use anything. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think a study has been conducted to, to test, um, preference. Uh, but I, you know, I know for a fact they've been found in skink burrows, the, the yakka skink specifically, <laughs> which is a, a, Yaka an agernia, I think. Um, I think so. Yeah. But yeah, they'll definitely use, uh, monitor burrows, um, feral or I guess invasive rabbits, feral rabbits, however you want to Mm, say it. They'll use those burrows. Um, yeah, I think pretty much anything will do. Yeah. And they can dig their own (laughs) in theory. It would just take a really long time. uh, I know
0: termite mounds are pretty regulated on the inside. Is that something that they Mm -hmm. might try to?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've heard of that more with with blackheads if i'm not mistaken using those but um if they came across one i bet they'd use it as well yeah yeah anything to escape probably the the
2: temperature and probably i doubt they'll be picky Yeah. yeah
1: and they're also using these you know they also want to eat in most cases, whoever dug said burrow, you know. <laughs> I, in uh, in assembling images for my thesis, wrapping up the the grad school thing, I found a lot of really great pictures of Wilma's eating. You know everything from rabbits to sand monitors, and you know, like the, wow, it's pretty impressive to see a Veranid down the throat of a woma because in captivity womas are so derpy <laughs> and we think yeah. of monitors as being so badass and smart and it's right. just like sometimes the woma wins and i don't know how
0: <laughs> it's a pr- nice. it, it surprises the sand monitor where it lives while it's sleeping yeah it's like a, yeah the
1: woman's like la, la 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 bite yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> okay
2: and then like I, okay, so pretty ba I mean, I, so when we were out herping this past trip, we were sort of talking about um, just like different setups and stuff and whatnot. And I know that we've sort of were talking about like when it comes to Woma pythons, I think it I don't know about you guys, but as we're herping and you see like you're out in the, out in the wild and you see like, uh, you know, the, just the, just the, it's the habitat and you're looking at it and you're like, Oh man, that would make an awesome carpet python cage. Oh man, that mm-hmm. would make an awesome Womo Python. Oh let me take a picture of this so I can, you know, look back it, and it's and fun see when it. you
0: see yeah. Like yeah. the picturesque scene from the science yes. book that you're like, the snake should be right there. <laughs> it's like, and it's not. <laughs> it's,
1: yeah. Why was it over you, there under a piece of shit? Under door. Tire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like,
2: and, uh, Utah in particular because of the orange, uh, rocks yeah. and stuff. It really mm-hmm. reminded me of, um, of the NT and, uh, I don't know. Just everywhere we went, I was like, "Oh man, that would make an awesome, you know, Antaresia enclosure yeah, or whatever." The problem
0: is but, is and yeah. you did this in the NT is you would do that with that would make an awesome enclosure, but then you also did the that would make an awesome album cover with me up there with a guitar. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. "All right, that was so Both it was either can a cage be true or an album cover. <laughs> yeah. Both can be happening." Just yeah. make it like a a walk-in
1: <laughs> enclosure and then move oh, over, yeah. snake today. is so just play with your day. guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um I should, uh, I should say, too, I mean, I know I, I mentioned, like, the the clutches, for the most part, last year were all in CB70s. But now that I'm kind of moving my collection to focus more in that regard, I have kind of moved things around. And I put them in 4x2s now with, you know, UV lighting yeah. and DP projectors Ooh. and all the fancy stuff. So they could do that, I've, too. I, I just, you know, really want to reiterate that they're pretty adaptable.
0: So, so yeah. how many more holdbacks do you need before I could potentially steal your diamond pythons away from you?
1: Hmm. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, <laughs> none. None? All right. You I'll got the diamond check. python, bug, I'll, buddy. I'll check next year. <laughs> so. No, I, I think that. Uh... Think those are gonna have to stay i'm sorry
0: <laughs> all right no uh, like i said i'll check next year I can be patient
1: my He's uh, very patient. my good friend and partner on a lot of animal projects who's also my neighbor um we are setting up some outdoor enclosures awesome. for oh, our diamonds cool. to go on his balcony back there because um that you know we're, cool. we're neighbors on the second story of an apartment complex my balcony has full sun all the time and anything I tried to put out there would just cook. So i die like a vegetable (laughs) garden. (laughs) But his is pretty well sheltered. And so it it would be perfect to put some animals out there. So
0: yeah, I'm going to go ahead
1: and do that with the diamonds.
0: Do you think the walnuts would do good out there uh, or an outdoor enclosure?
1: I don't like putting something. Oh, well in, okay. So on that balcony, I mean, I guess, sure. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't like the enclosures we're putting together are more like vertically oriented, um, you know, whereas like a Walmart. (laughs) The <laughs> so would just
0: stay on the bottom. It would just kind yeah. of have like a
1: small footprint to sit on the floor, right? But yeah, talking about you know folks that actually have a yard and would do you know outdoor enclosures that involve ground and dirt, um, I would be wary because they they can dig out, <laughs>
2: you know. Right. Like, I,
1: yeah, <clears throat> so you know maybe yeah, I have a concrete some- floor or something. There needs to be a bottom to this. Uh-huh. Like
0: you can fill it with dirt, but there needs to be a bottom. Escape
1: proof. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100% Whereas I wouldn't be as worried with a carpet doing that. Well, yeah, we, well, what we were
2: talking about was just like, you know, different ways. Uh, some, I, I, I can't remember who I was talking with, but we were talking about just the fact that Wilma's um, need more humidity or having a humid hide or having, I think maybe it was Justin and he was talking about how he was trying mm. to make a, uh, you know, like a, a rock type of termite mound type of thing to where the, the yeah could go down. And I, I think, I'm pretty sure Justin said, and I kind of remember this back in the day where he would have his brettles enclosures and he sort of had like the, um, oh God, what's his name? Um, Bob, not Bob Clark, um, Bob Applegate, how he had the 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 like the whole like sort of how he would have like the PVC pipe in the mm-hmm. cage and it would go down into a tub so mm-hmm. that they mm. would go into a tub. I think it was Rob was telling me that there was somebody who had this enclosure that sat on top of a trash can and they filled the trash can with dirt and rocks and everything. And yeah. the majority of the time the king snakes just spent down in the in, you know dirt down and on the, the rocks. Earth,
1: yeah. You know? I love mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean I Yeah it it takes a big time sure, and space yeah. commitment to give that to an animal and really limits like how much you can be doing at one time but sure. but it's badass right to <laughs> to give them the ability to do that
2: yeah yeah 100% have you noticed any behavior differences when you've used like uv or the heat projectors
1: or anything like that as far as in Wilma's? No, no. <laughs> no? in okay. other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Wilma's are, are pretty consistent with their aloof and inquisitive nature. Um, I don't know. I, I
0: think I can just yeah. see them better now because of the lighting, but right. yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, they, um, they always will do the digging thing, which is, is so great. That's so cool. And so, yeah, fun to I love see. That. um, And, you know, some folks that have bought WOMA babies from me this year um, were asking specifically, like, how they could do a setup to encourage natural behaviors. And that was one of the uh, suggestions was a a really hefty substrate layer if you Mm -hmm. want them to have the ability to to dig, because they will. Um, So. That's fun to see. But they do that in the bin and they do that in a cage. It doesn't. I mean, in both cases, they have nowhere to go. So they're just moving dirt around to, like, move dirt around. But. Right. Yeah. It's cool to see regardless.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I saw that was on some. 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 I don't know Facebook video or something yeah. like that, and it just popped up, and I was like, "Oh
1: my god, look at this! This is so badass!" Mm-hmm. Just like yeah, scooping it, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, they yeah. do it pretty very, very consistently, cool. at least um, the ones that I'm working with here.
2: Really, it's not hard
1: yeah. to not hard to to catch them. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, what's your what's your feeding regimen like?
1: So. I mean, Wilma's are definitely a they will eat anything anytime, every time you offer kind of thing. Yep. Um yep. and I guess start with the with adults um for mm-hmm. this conversation. Um I fed the females similarly to how I've done, you know, my brettles and other carpet pythons in anticipation of breeding, you know, knowing that I was going to try to breed them. So I did like the light cycle feeding mm-hmm. um, with them mm-hmm. where it was heaviest in the spring and the fall. Um, I'm not put together or organized enough to count out days for anything. So I, <laughs> I don't have an answer for like a, a an every 10 to 12. So or it's Wednesday. Like it's just kind of, huh? Oh, nice. It's, when, it's Wednesday, by the <laughs> Today way. Today is Wednesday.
0: Sure you, yes. Yes. Just making sure you know.
1: I don't always, so I do appreciate it. <laughs> I am helping. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, like, with with the males, what? I was... Oh, sorry.
0: I'm sorry. It, like I was just trying to figure out, Like I would assume a lot of adult womas that you see out there that aren't necessarily with somebody who's really plugged into the species it's going to be like white lip stuff. Like I see mm. the majority of white lips are General way beast. bigger than they need to yeah. be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why I brought this topic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, at, at, that's what I'm thinking. So I, yeah, okay. I mean, I have a target body condition and size okay. in mind that I will not let them approach. Right. So, right. so yeah, I mean, all that being said, don't like feed them like crazy. And don 't make them huge if you want them to be healthy and live a long life, but in the case of the animals that I was preparing for a breeding season, um, a lot of them needed a little bit of extra weight um, sure, okay. just that was just the nature of of my season last year, but that you know now that they are where I want them i 'm not going to be trying to pump them up. I'm just going to be, you know, trying to get their, their body condition back. But what I was about to say is that the males, I, I probably feed like a third or a fourth as much as I was feeding the females. Um, yeah. you know, I, I've keep them pretty, pretty, uh, small and lean. Um, a lot of quail, a lot of chick, um, bird is
0: the best Multiple kind of mice rather
1: it. than big rats, you know, mm-hmm. typical aspidites methodology. Right. After yeah. the females laid clutches, I definitely gave them a couple, you know, medium rats to help them bounce back. Um, yeah. Uh, but like you said, oh, and I mean, you can definitely pump them up and break them. Like,
2: Oh, yeah. Hell one yeah. of
1: those animals that can be six to eight feet? But if you did that... Should it? <laughs> you messed up. Like, yeah. you know, right. somebody messaged me on instagram a few months ago and asked if i wanted a southern woma and i was like huh tell me more what do you mean they're like i got this woma and it's huge and it laid 26 eggs and i googled it and the southern ones are the big ones and i'm like in my head i'm like uh, yeah that's why you know it's nothing that you've done yeah so yeah you know oh the southern Womas must just die when they're six too right oh like- <laughs> uh, it's it, it, it's that whole thing where people
0: are like this thing it's carpet python stuff it's like this thing is six yeah. feet long therefore it must be a coastal I'm like or it's a jungle you fed to, like to the point where it broke like yeah. it's
1: if we like, were you can do that if we were doing the video component i'd pull out one of the Mothers that laid and show how freaking small she is, but you know, since since we're just right. doing audio, yeah, on this one, fine. You don't it's need like to. It's like a four foot snake, you know, like it, it's not a big animal, and she she laid um, nine eggs, or you know, eight or nine eggs. So yeah, I, I, like some I of the bigger ones laid less eggs; they were just bigger really?
0: eggs. Jesus, hmm. wow!
1: Which yeah, that was weird. One of the bigger ones laid seven big eggs and one of the smaller ones laid nine small eggs
0: compared to bread <laughs> eggs. How big are the eggs that we're talking about for a woma?
1: I had a really surprisingly varied range of egg size okay. from the four clutches. Like the big ones were slightly smaller than the blackhead eggs, but definitely bigger than brettles eggs. And then I also had some eggs that were just kind of like a standard carpet size. Like I had a significant variation from biggest egg to smallest egg. Huh.
2: So, uh-huh. wow.
1: And like I said, I know, it was like, inverse what you'd expect. The big eggs came from right. Or wait, that's weird. You, from, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. From a smaller female. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> I don't know. But again, that just goes to like, again, our, our woma stock is all just mixed mash, smish, smushed. And if there are differences in, populations in the wild with, like, you know, egg size or things like that, then, you know, shit if we know. Um, right. Yeah. And we're just going to have a whole hodgepodge.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like their body shape is almost like a, like triangular as opposed to, you know, I've, like a carpet that's more like, you know.
1: I've seen round. some that are a lot more laterally compressed than others. I, I, I again, really? think that that might be regional difference that we just can't account for because of all of our stuff being mixed up. Right. But people
0: back then didn't take the time to figure out and separate WOMAs and things like that from other places.
1: No. No. (laughs) (laughs) People back Uh, then said, I have a WOMA $20,000, please. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it doesn't look the same as the other WOMA. Want it or not. Okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so I mean they're not very uniform in any regard really and I mean there's so much variation in the look that you know it's probably not surprising there's so much variation in everything else too. They're just right. Yeah. How many how huh?
2: What I, I know that the, the Miller line, I mean, I know these are sort of just lines that are bred, you know. Um, is there is there specific lines or like is it – I know what you're saying is sort of like as far as bloodlines go, it's sort of like, you know,
1: everything. It's just- nothing nearly as organized or traceable as some of the stuff that we have in the Morelia world. Okay, um, okay. But there certainly are different – origins i guess might even just be a better word than lines because people didn't keep track of them or keep them pure enough to call them lines um but there are you know certain known founding events that people don't really like to talk about but you know i it and then apparently there was Kids some that tics. came in from, you know, he you know, Billy Bob and from Japan and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's all the stories, but it's like, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, she right. said, believe who you want. So people talk about lines in terms of the people that produce them consistently for a while. You know, Artavillus, um Barry Miller rare earth etc yeah. etc cetera, et cetera, but that doesn't necessarily refer to a founding event
0: or that right. they're separate because or
1: that they're different yeah
0: yeah, yeah i mean like art has got thing.
1: a lot of his animals from todd trowbridge who was best friends with doug price etc cetera, et cetera. you know it all just kind of right. is it's like this never-ending game of what are the monkeys that link arms? What is that called? You know what I'm talking about? Uh,
0: barrel of monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: all just a barrel of monkeys. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so like the re- the reason I asked that right is because I have this one that Keith gave me, um, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's it's not as orange. It's it's more yellow. Or yeah. And um, I was looking back on my notes, and it's it's from uh, Miller's pastel clutch right so (laughs) I guess I I sort of take it as like they, they I get the feeling that like when you're sort of working with that it would be similar to like saying okay This coastal is, you know, like peppered. And this coastal has, uh, you know, Mm. I I don't know what it would be. Like it has a specific phenotype that you're sort of saying it's not necessarily a morph or whatever, but it Mm -hmm. sort of has this look that you're sort of like trying to refine, you know? Yeah. Or Um,
1: like Derek Roddy's tangerine line, like stuff like that, right? Like you're breeding for a hue. Um, But I think womas complicate that because like you know obviously selective breeding is selective breeding it it works but they also just kind of have variation so um you can you can breed for certain things but that doesn't necessarily mean that the whole clutch is going to be that um sure you're going to have some that look better than the parents some that look just like the parents and some that look like those uh those average looking ones we were talking about earlier um, in a lot of cases. Although I would say the main clutch that I was excited about this year of like the two, like most ridiculously orange animals that I've been able to get my hands on, all the babies were crazy. So I'm contradicting myself (laughs) as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at those. Look at, look over here. Yeah.
1: But that's the thing about genetics, right? Like some, some things might just, some traits might be stronger than others, you know, in terms of how they're inherited. And some of these super orange belly traits seem like they are pretty heritable. Um, When I was working at, at GX three in Sacramento, they had a Woma that had like a pretty consistent black dorsal stripe. And even though the two females he got paired with didn't like, that trait was just heritable as hell. And like all the babies came out with a black dorsal stripe. Um, right. So I don't know. It's interesting.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, and, you know, I, I think that, uh, well, Art is somebody that sort of stood out to me. Yeah. Um, say 10 years ago, that was sort of like one of the only people that were, now you've sort of taken that torch, but art. like really working with amazing like like you could tell it's
1: like the andrew paris of walmart pythons you know what i mean like he's handpicked each yeah art had amazing stuff and mm-hmm. he still does I and mean, he's local to me and you know i've been fortunate to have a lot of conversations with him he got you know a little frustrated back during the time you're referring to when he was producing incredible walmas because yeah the vast majority of people didn't care. And it was, you know, I can go get a WOMO over there for 250 bucks. Like what, what is, what, what I don't care that yours might be like more orange. So, you know, it it just sucks. Like, yeah, that's an instance of somebody that might still be super, you know, passionate and, and more around if people actually valued quality (laughs) and hard work. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's doing a lot more with a gurney and stuff these days. Um, Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. hate how they it like
0: just, the, the the hobby sometimes just sucks the passion out of somebody like that. And it's just like, fine, I'm leaving. And then everybody's like, wait, why? Right. Where'd all, all those like, pretty well, ones go? I, where'd yeah. all the pretty woman's go? It's like, well, fuck you.
1: Then you have you know? the people that did care and had the yeah. foresight to put together quality pairs. Justin or you know, doc- Dr. Amazing. JJ has. Some yeah. amazing Womas, some of which he got directly from art. And yep. you know, the the cream will rise. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I think of when I think of like top quality Womas in the US, I think of you, Justin, Brett Bender. Um obviously art, but like you're saying. Stan Vermelia, man. Gotta get him Dan in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He's
2: another one. You know, just like really yeah. top notch, amazing animals, you know, super clean, super, you know, orange. The bellies are just like, you know, yeah. amazing. So,
1: yeah. And I mean, he, he didn't produce any this year, but Casey Lazic also has mm-hmm. some of the most amazing walnuts that I've ever seen. Wow. And, um, <laughs> I'm hoping that he has better luck next year and lets me know. Same with Ryan Young <laughs> he has some incredible animals, but doesn't really post them very often yeah he usually shows like the headshot of the animal you know yeah I mean, it's not, like, the, not whole, the rest of it the whole yeah. Thing. yeah they're out there they you know people people have some incredible womas it's just a matter of people recognizing that there is a difference <laughs> and actually caring about that and I think that they do now at least uh, a good yeah. amount of people i yeah, I, I'm curious of your guys' thoughts on that. Like,
2: I think that um, the reptile hobby has sort of made uh, somewhat of a shift to where I see a lot of people, you know, not wanting to go the breeder route per se, but really have like an amazing pair of of X, you know, um, yeah, and really like hunting down like the nicest. Mm-hmm specimen that they can find of that species
0: it we we've talked about this a bunch of times that there, there's so many ways to to skin the cat of being successful and hurt the culture and it used to be the only way that was accepted was to have a mass collection and produce a ton of x or like a bunch of these or the latest morph or all that other thing where it, it slowly became more evident that you can also be a small collection person who has a zeroed focused in on a particular project. And then people will seek you out because they are interested in the animal and they're like, who has the best like X, like who has the, the, like the best caramels, who has the best womas, who has the best blackheads. And if your name comes up in those conversations, they will seek you out. So that's also a way you can do it. So I think the shift is, more towards focusing in on a specific project and making sure that your animals are like the best away from having like airplane hangers full of insert latest morph here or I think, you uh, know, all that stuff.
1: I think what let me know that I am working towards a good goal and, and, you know, maybe taking good first steps in that direction is when I was on the phone with Nick and he said, you know, oh, one of my really good customers asked if I could get in a word to you about your Womas. He wants your Womas. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's like, what the hell? <laughs> that I womas. Like, yeah. Yeah, that like, he heart. asked me to put in a good word with Lucas. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah. But it also kind of sucks it. because it, there was very clearly one superior clutch that hatched in my apartment this year. And so everybody wants those ones. And I just, you know, there's not that many and
0: it, it I'm my first
1: customer. So exactly. (laughs) You know,
0: know, it, there always has to be, you always need to maintain your collection and your status and stuff. Like, Like, you know, you have to make sure that your collection is sound and that you will have these animals for the future. Mm -hmm. Everybody else has got to get in line. And if that pisses people off, or they're unwilling to wait, then
2: sorry. I, I I think it's – well, I'm sure there are people that could pissed off at it. Of course there are. Idiots, people with idiots, egos. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. But I think that – But got to wait. If I knew and, that I was going to get a top-notch animal, I, I would just say, okay, I'm just going to hold there, off on Some
0: that. people are okay with that. Other people aren't. It's like – uh, it, it Old people usually aren't.
2: They're like, "I'm gonna be dead next year."
0: <laughs> I mean, that or people are impatient. We're on a and clock then, going.
2: Oh, <laughs> um,
0: I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> They're incubating.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, I was gonna ask you. Okay, so this is your first. No, wait. You bred blackheads last year, but did you breed Womas last year.
1: You did, right? I bred Owens Womas. So I got oh, okay. as close so no. I got as close <laughs> to Wilma as he set me up to get I'm like, okay fair enough. I set you up for
0: success you <laughs> no coward. no right no <laughs> I'm
1: five for five and getting eggs that's how I'm looking at it.
2: <laughs> what has been your biggest lesson that you've learned you know uh, from breeding Wilmas as opposed to breeding other stuff even if it's breeding blackheads or, or bread liee or any of the other garter snakes or anything else that you've
1: bred. <laughs> Anyway, Garter
0: snakes are fun
1: because they're pretty. I, I think, from what I understand, they're pretty straight ahead to breed. Correct? Yeah. I wish there was a lesson. I just I have to like defer to the Owen classic for this one. Like I put the boy with the girl when it was raining, and just eggs came. Like I, I wish that I learned something. Fair enough. I guess one thing I learned is that there. I'm so proud. There's a, there's a massive like just difference in maternal instincts. <laughs> and so, like, I had I had one that wrapped them up perfectly and had, like, a little, you know, adhered beehive of eggs like we would expect from a carpet. And, you know, she actually was doing what you would expect a mom python to do. And then I had another one that kicked the eggs all over the cage and, you know, they weren't adhered to each other. There was no attempt to take care of the eggs. And, of course, those were the ones that sat uh, for a few days while I was not right. home and uh you know it can't be the good mom that lays while i'm not home um of course so never it is you know i i lost a couple eggs from from that uh because they probably got down to 50 or 60 degrees that night but hey most of them live so you know maybe but that's, that's pythons cool. across
0: the that's pythons across the board because for every yeah good mother jaguar that i i can show you that actually curls up around the eggs I have one that's like you know it's a good place to put these in the water bowl, like it's like that kind of stuff, so
1: I wonder right. what the, is
2: there has there been any uh, well first of all, I know that the research on Walmart Pythons in general is kind of limited, but has there any been anything where they've looked at nest sites or anything like that, and why does it seem that those and maybe it's just my biased look that you know, you have a, a species like Moralia that, you know, carpet pythons, Well, I don't know. Did we put chondros in there? I guess. No. Wait. Because <laughs> don't they lay them in their water bowl? But that could be that they're way. No, they, no, they need to be like locked. That,
0: they need to be locked in with their eggs in yeah. the, the <laughs> yes. thing in order to take care of them. Yeah.
2: Yes. You yeah. must force them like prison.
0: You, the, you have to lock. That was the best. They're
1: no bread lie. <laughs> that <was> the, <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: That was the best thing. It was we were at Buddy's a buddy's house and he's like well i have the two bucket system where there are two buckets and when she's getting really close to lay i spin the outer bucket so she's locked in there so she can't put them wherever she wants she has to put them here we're probably doing it
2: wrong
1: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: i'm like okay yeah i mean to answer your question
1: or actually here i'll let you finish your question (laughs) no 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 go ahead I, i was just sort of thinking like
2: is there a reason why that they do that, is it is it strategic in as far as like if they're laying their eggs, I'm assuming in these barrows and stuff, that they're yeah. down in the ground,
1: Do they not have to be as, you know, in a clutch I, type of deal? The only, you're right, there's no studies, right? So like the only hand um, count that I am privy to was mm-hmm. the two gravid mothers that laid during, uh, Dr. Melissa Brutton's radio tracking study that okay. all of these papers resulted from, right, like right. pretty much everything on Woma's in, in the literature is from her dissertation, so hmm. you know, she, th- these two snakes both laid their clutches in the burrows um, and she observed Mother Woma, you know, leaving to bask in the sun and take the heat back to the egg, so um, that would infer to me that she's going and wrapping around that clutch, but she's not doing it at all times. Um, but that's still a lot better maternal instinct than we see in captivity In on average with, with Womas. You know, they're kind of notorious for not doing that. Even right, though sometimes yeah. they do, you know, Chad Gray was able to get the maternally incubated clutch, and I had the one that did it perfectly and maybe could have gone the distance. Who knows? I didn't give her the chance. But uh <laughs> you know. Um it's the exception, not the rule, right? I guess uh, yeah. yeah. With with that very small, you know, sample size of two wild observations, I would think that they should be able to do this and maybe they don't do it because we artificially selected away from good moms. Maybe they don't do it because they don't have a burrow. And so they're like, F this, you know, like <laughs> I'm not underground and I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. You know, I don't know.
2: I may be, I may be being st- stupid with this. Right. But I'm, I'm thinking, like, if they're,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I was thinking bury then, the I'm, mother with her eggs underground. Yeah, just bury her. Just <laughs> dig well, the and I'm, I'm then just go back. Of, Go back in two mon- months and
2: dig her up. Yeah. I'm thinking of monitor lizards, right? Yeah. And aren't monitor lizards very specific about laying if the nest some, isn't like... Some like isn't there some species that are very not particular? Lay. Yeah. Right. And they can become egg-bound or whatever. It's not so just idiots. monitors.
1: I mean, strophurus is notorious for that too, right? And just not wanting oh, okay. to lay and getting egg-bound right. and kicking the bucket, which is why I'm right. terrified cool. of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or say it like I that. I just think
1: that maybe, like, yeah, maybe it's maybe
2: it's a, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a nest thing. Maybe it's a I don't know. I don't know. They're the kind of things I just. Yeah, I mean, like,
0: it, you make a good point, and and it could very well be that. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I kind of like Lucas' thing of um, we said it and forget it. No, no, no. We 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 kind <laughs> oh. of we kept cherry picking. We kept not having them incubate and we kept kind of taking the eggs and i I think we've moved so far away from maternal incubation i I don't think it's even something that's a conversation that has that is had with espadites. it's like eggs cool and they take them like i don't know about any maternal incubation
1: yeah i mean of course the ones that don't wrap the eggs in the wild don't make babies they don't live and yeah. so i
2: right.
1: think that uh, in general we we under estimate the power of the artificial selection um and what that's going to do to the captive animals that makes comparing them to the wild animals just really yeah pointless yeah.
2: yeah sometimes it's uh it's it's almost like comparing two different worlds you know it's like hmm. are they even the same because you know it's it's I don't know we talk about this all the time and Rob was just on Project Terp culture where he sort of talked about the the cosmic octopus thing and trying to recreate ah, nature in the octopus. box <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> trying to recreate nature in a box as you know right um, yeah you're never going to be able to hit you can't recreate the sun you can't re you know I mean yeah you, no. we can come close to certain things yes he. UV, all those kind of things. That's but. where
1: I always yield to the rather than considering it naturalistic or enriched. I think it's more apt to say controlled deprivation. Um, yeah. hmm. I like that, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, but it, you're doing the best you can with what you got, and
1: yeah, it's, yeah. it Pales, it pales in
0: yeah, comparison.
1: Oh yeah, oh,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think that the the idea of of trying to keep them more naturalistic for me is really comes down to seeing those natural behaviors. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think there's necessarily
1: trying to recreate nature. (laughs) Right. And I think there's a spectrum of how strong traits and behaviors are in Mm -hmm. sticking around. You know, I Mm -hmm. think some Mm -hmm. might be easier to kick with a few generations in captivity, whereas others die hard. Um, right. I don't think that they all have uh an equal staying power, if you will. Yeah, that makes sense. Um and I think uh Oh crap. I I did think I thought something good. And, and it's, gone it's gone now, now and God. it oh, was going to be it was going to be the greatest thing uh oh, that was no. going to solve every problem we've ever and had. And now
0: we have to wait. Like oh. and now we don't know what
1: well, no. I was just gonna say. I mean, the I, I think it, it in many cases is directly like inverse goals, right? Like what we want mm-hmm. in a captive animal versus what does well and passes along their genes in the wild. Like I think that, that in a lot of cases is <laughs> yeah, diametrically yeah, uh, opposed. Uh, um, yeah, so an
0: aggressive killing machine will be the one that passes its genes right. on and in the, the wild. and maybe the animals yeah.
1: that do the best in the wild are so freaking stressed and high-strung beyond belief that they'd, like, just kill over and die when we're trying to establish <laughs> yeah. them in captivity. Yeah, and their, like, right. derpy friends are the ones that are like, yeah, I'll breed here. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. this is cool. <laughs> so...
0: What is that Joe Rogan thing with giraffes? It's like, clearly they're totally fine with captivity. It's like, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Another,
1: Another day, day no lions. lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody will put an apple in my my long tongue <laughs> exactly, like, yes yeah. Yeah, so i don't have I, to try I, I really don't even think it takes that that many generations to like you know artificial oh, no. selection the hell out of no, no, whatever no, because,
0: <laughs> i mean how many right. how many species do we have where it's like this is the wild caught one it's aggressive it's an asshole the babies it's are dead. hard to eat it's and then, then it's dead, but, but it managed to breed, and we have <laughs> three have or four generations in. They will eat captive-bred white mice at like day two,
2: right. and, and they're not even supposed to eat mice. Right? a <laughs> like, bird-eating animal. animal. it like, doesn't care. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. crazy. So I, I, I yeah, I just I would have to, defer adapted, to what is it to that white
0: lips have adapted yeah, to throwing up hairballs because. I can't understand that, man. Well that it's I think it's because they're not used to eating mice.
1: I was listening yeah, to we, that episode. You were talking about like did we ever answer the question whether the rodents existed or got dropped off on like Spanish ships or something? Like I
0: mean how far na- back you want to go. It's uh, like it
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too many questions, though. What, what is native? <laughs> what is not native if everything came from
1: somewhere else? <laughs> I don't. know. on that. Chew on that, is Chew on that, that. bitch. <laughs> the problem is is, is the problem become is become
2: native? You,
0: the problem is you sit there and you'd be like, it's not native because it came from somewhere else. But then you're like, but if it slides perfectly into an open area, like an open little niche. Uh-huh. And it's and all then, about time scales. Right.
1: Everything and it's came from somewhere.
0: Exactly. And then there for so long, like lizards fl- like get dropped off on islands all the damn time. It's like, <laughs> The, the my favorite thing is like so the dingo is okay but everything <laughs> else isn't it's like
2: wasn't there just a study that said that the dingoes are actually not, what was it something about dingoes and they're uh uh forget it never mind people, I, I don't people don't <laughs> constantly
0: it, say that they're dogs i think i was reading i think the one you were talking about is like if people are constantly saying that their dog is like part dingo or that dogs got loose and bred with the dingoes, they're like. I think what they were saying is that dingoes are now so far away from like what we consider dogs. It's like they're out there. They're yes. like wolves now. They're that's they're a it. thing okay. that's over there now. It's not right. And it, and I, and it is possible to crossbreed, but the majority of the shit is not. So
1: dingoes think- were introduced. By Asian seafarers about four thousand years ago as domestic dogs from Southeast Asia, but now I think if you've been
0: on a continent for wild. four thousand years it's okay right. but I
2: don't know so if burmese pythons are in everglades four thousand years from now they will be they will be we'll be, be all be dead
0: of- we will we will all be gone, but
2: crap dang burmese it. pythons <laughs> will be remain. I mean, didn't that happen when snakes sort of, like, you just look at pythons in general, right? They sort yeah. of just, did, they, they, they moved the, into, yeah, you know that, what I mean? That's how it happened.
1: Was it Laurasia? The Laurasian yes. distribution? I don't know. Ask snake. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Well, in the Pleistocene. <laughs> if he listens
0: to this episode, he'll be yelling at everything, but he won't. He won't. He won't. He's one of those wonderful people that Only come up to us and goes, do. You know, I don't listen. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah. It's like, I don't boy, listen to podcasts,
1: um, but why hasn't anyone asked me to be on one in six months? I. <laughs> Hey Nick, if you hear this, call me and say the word yogurt, and I'll send you a hundred dollars.
0: I
2: right. hate
1: you, yogurt. Click.
2: I <laughs> hate you. <joking laughs> to pay me. It's like <laughs> um, uh, ah. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, are the eggs? I, I so with aspidites, right? Aspidites. Mm-hmm. In general, they say that the breeding part is not the hard part. Uh, it's
0: getting the damn eggs to hatch.
1: That damn eggs.
0: Yes. Yes. What I has
1: have your thoughts approach? about that. <laughs> yes. I think I, you should. Yeah. I do. Um, well, let's start with womas and then transition to broader. Aspid this is
0: a WOMA episode. I forbid you from mentioning blackheads again.
1: Well, I forbid right. you from being mean to me. How <laughs> dare um, <laughs> <there> you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I I went ahead and didn't even take my chances like trying to do WOMA eggs on my own. I begged dear Brett Bender for his recipe and copied it to a T. Um,
2: okay.
1: And so that is what I did. And the clutches uh-huh. that Oh, 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 what's happening? Oh. I'm waiting for it to show up. Oh,
0: oh it's green. Something's yeah. showing. Oh,
1: yes. Yes, that is it. So uh, I, I will explain. Um, essentially, it, I, I've been calling it the layer cake, um, but <laughs> it's a layer about three quarter inch to an inch of dry perlite and then exactly 280 grams of vermiculite mixed one-to-one with water by weight smearing that as a layer and then topping Mm -hmm. that with another three quarters to an inch of dry perlite in a pretty decently sized box with an airtight seal. I drilled five holes in the lid, covered them all with duct tape. I burped the box to wipe condensation and then removed the duct tape for the final two weeks uh, to accommodate that higher respiration near the end um, and all of the clutches that didn't have a reason for things to die such as sitting for two days in a bin with mm-hmm. a bad mother had 100% right. hatch rate um, the one that didn't have a good hatch rate was um, a mother that I thought was egg-bound she laid a slug and then I thought she was egg-bound because nothing else came came out and then she laid six more eggs like a week and a half later and then mm-hmm. laid another slug like a couple of days after that. So that mm. that clutch just kind of had a weird thing going on and only one of those uh eggs had a viable embryo. Um you know, as the other ones fell apart and molded, I cut them open, they were, you know, there was no development. They were never going to make it. And and that kind of leads me to my broader point. I think the Aspidites eggs maybe Mm, sure you can mess them up, but I think that a lot of the times people think that they are messing it up and killing the eggs where the truth might be that that egg was just never going to hatch. I think a good egg hatches. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, dead embryos for some reason happen. And then as Mm -hmm. a result, as that eggs breaking down, moisture comes out from within the egg and people look at it and say, ah, shit, there's a drop of water on my egg. I must have got them wet and killed it. No, I think it died and leaked water uh, <laughs> and it looks exactly like a drop of water fell from the ceiling, but you know, that, that's more a blackhead. But yeah, whatever. Uh, the, the incubation thing that I just said that I learned from Brett Bender worked great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's <laughs> <Does> it... <laughs> Do the uh, how often did you find yourself having to uh, burp the the lids uh,
1: well, when I was here and not on tour, maybe every other day, but then when okay. I was gone, uh, never <laughs> Never. <again. laughs> yeah, so they you know they were fine i I think that every egg that was going to hatch hatched. I don't think that okay. anything died as a result of incubation strategy.
2: Yeah, I will throw out there, um, I think I've said this before, but I found it interesting with Keith's approach is that he sort of put a 16-ounce deli cup, I think it was, Mm -hmm. inside the egg box with them. And really, I can't remember what kind of substrate he had, Mm -hmm. but um, that was his approach. Yeah, curious to see what he does with blackheads.
1: I think that goes to show that if the eggs are good and you don't do anything glaringly dumb, they're probably yeah. going to hatch because a lot of people would say, you know, way too much moisture. You might as well just incubate them dry. Like a lot of people do <laughs> incubate them dry. So, <laughs> right, right. um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had, so in the, the never launching podcast with Nick, we interviewed, um, Dale DiNardo, <laughs> uh, at Arizona state and, I had a really great conversation. um, We both did with him about eggs and egg care. And one of the things that that conversation really made me think about um, two, twofold. First, he said about, you know, 90% of the important shit happens inside mom before the eggs are even in our care. And, We don't really consider that. We don't really think about the factors that might harm developing eggs before they are laid. Um, And he also... Right. I mean, like, (laughs) once the eggs are out of mom, it's pretty much just a matter of growth. It's not a matter of development. All of the important stuff is in place. It just needs to grow. And during that period of time in nature it's it it it, the mom has to juggle three balls Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) the obvious one that we're all really good at zeroing in on is temperature Mm -hmm. and she is doing that but then there's also the next one that we pay attention to water water loss um But then the third one that we don't pay a lot of attention to is respiration and Mm -hmm. the gas exchange through that semi-permeable membrane. And so what's really interesting is, you know, Donardo actually has some studies that indicate that maternal incubation can actually result in more deleterious effects in babies because that Mm. seal... That a mother Python generates with the ventral scales to retain moisture, uh-huh. we think of it a lot as to retain heat, but it's more so to retain moisture right. she will starve the eggs of oxygen, they will become hypoxic in order for her to do that to juggle the other two balls wow and hmm. and so i don 't know that you know it's just an interesting thing that when we take them away from the mother snake who with, with the context of everything we already talked about that ours probably aren't cause we already fucked with them in nature. It's millions of years of evolution that has encoded her ability to juggle those balls successfully. When we take right. them, we are kind of really just like mainly managing the temperature ball, hoping for the best with the other two balls. Right. But we're not actively like, like it's. When she is focusing on one, she right. is neglecting the other, but it's all controlled chaos. We just kind of like let it all ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
2: and because for the they're best. super, they're probably more resilient than we think. They hatch. But mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, wow.
1: There's a lot to you think know, about. And, and, but, but that. You know, to take it back, that like the majority of development happening before we even get the eggs made a lot of sense to me, based on you know specifically Aspidites things, where you know you see somebody gets a clutch, like me last year, and they didn't even have time to fuck them up. Like the things are right. melting, mm-hmm. like three days later. I didn't yeah. do that. Right. I didn't yeah. have time to do that. Like they, they, they were born right. dead. You know. So right. anywho. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that's because uh... I kept fucking with her. Maybe they <laughs> were born dead because I kept palpating her and and messing with her to you know see. Just you know, like there's all these things we don't think about.
2: Which I, I guess it kind of goes back to my thought with you know, uh, py- like I'm thinking of pythons in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they sort of well. I know that carpets sort of do this, like they'll return to that same nest site, you know, like, and and they'll have their eggs and like, they've found carpet pythons in, you know, eggs upon eggs upon eggs. Now, I guess if it's a coastal carpet, maybe that's just so happens that, you know, somebody's trash can in the backyard or, or, uh, their, uh, uh, you know, garden mulch or whatever is that, that's, that's that that snake goes into is just a great spot for them to do it so that, that they do that. Yeah. I guess there's maybe some thought there, but um, Mm -hmm. there has to be something to them returning to the same spot to sort of like juggle in those balls. You know, that's interesting, Lucas, that you say that because, you know, me and Rob had a conversation a long time ago about like breeding, like um, harder to breed species. And, you know, we just sort of picked a number, but the idea was, is that, you know, with Pythons, as you move from species to species there's there's say five or six different things that you sort of have to look at, whether it's you know cycle feeding, whether it's a light cycle, whether it's heat, whether it's humidity, whether it's uh you know the 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 uh, barometric pressure type of things that you're looking at. maybe with species that have been in captivity longer or maybe they don't need as much. Uh, you know, stimulation that they sort of just like pick up on two of those. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, there's some species that maybe need all five or maybe mm-hmm. they have eight and there's things that we're not thinking about uh, when it comes to that. But I never thought to take that concept and apply it to the egg part of it.
1: You know, right. Well, I never really would have ever considered that, you know, in it's like, all three of those things can kill the yeah. egg if they are neglected. And it just blows my mind that in order to keep in suboptimal conditions, right? Like that that goes back to nest site choice. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe right. if, if the nest was better, maybe this wouldn't be the case. Right. But if a mother, in this case, children's python for the DiNardo study, needs to keep Wrapped around those eggs for them not to lose so much water that it's fatal. Mm -hmm. They will literally not have enough oxygen. (laughs) And those babies like hatched out significantly smaller and were way harder to get feeding. Like, yeah, they will sometimes just be forced, you know, to. Right to do that and but but it still works you know and if she (laughs) let them breathe they might have just dried out and died so it's it's amazing i don't know yeah um
2: you know another thing that i think about too is um actually i remember talking to howard redding back this about this Mm -hmm. in a long time ago at one of the carpet fest and i think maybe he was talking to the barkers or something but you know, all the, the conversations we've had about breeding pythons, like, you know, typically when we get to the egg part of it and you're putting in the eggs in the box, we never really talk about the size of the box, right? Mm-hmm. And right. how much oxygen is actually in that <laughs> box to where if you have like this big clutch of eggs in it, like, I'm thinking of like, what? At the most, a fifteen quart tub is what we're putting them in. Most of the time, it's a shoebox, right? I mean, like <laughs> most a... of
0: the time, it's a five to six quart. But like tub. my olive python eggs, they're you're correct. They're in a fifteen quart right. bin. Yeah,
2: yeah. So is that big enough? Is there enough oxygen in there? You know, I, I know. keep I, getting
0: right. babies. So yes, I know you do. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're the guy that just was... throws shit at a wall. I and it, look, if it's <laughs> and it not worked. broke. Don't I, fix it. But I'm with you. I would say Not a of lot all of times us are as good as you. But.
1: <laughs> That's right. I think it was Dave Barker. I would say the problem es- an entire trash can, like a
2: yes, yeah, you put glass on the top of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But
0: Esposito seems to be still broken, so I think we should keep trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, like I'm saying, I, a whole. I think we need to turn our attention a little bit more to what's happening with Mom and maybe focus on that a little bit more than assuming that all the eggs were fine and they died in the incubator. I think that that can happen, right? Like, yeah, I'm not saying they're not killable. They're definitely killable. Oh yeah. I I would hypothesize that a lot more often than people are considering, they were just doomed from the start. Um, Right. And then we need to ask the question, why is that? Right. Yeah, and then just
2: the condition of the mother prior to her mm-hmm. laying. Like, are we doing any adjustments? Does the condition it, does, and the
1: environment.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, right. I mean, what does
0: she need leading up to it? Yeah,
2: I, yeah. I'm thinking of like I'm just thinking of what I've been trained to do all my life of breeding pythons. Is like once she's gravid, she just sort of goes to the hot spot and you just sort of leave her alone and. I'm, I'm not really yeah. paying it. I mean, I'm just, a, it's the conditions that she's always been in and that's where she's at. So I don't really, right. I really you know,
0: try not to fuck with them when I try not to mess with a lot of my snakes from breeding season on. Like I, we're not talking like crazy changes right now is when I've upgraded a lot of snakes into like new caging and stuff like that, because I, I I'm very hands off for when they come up from hibernation or cool down or whatever till after eggs are laid because I don't want to mess them up. And I don't want them to be like, clearly there's not a safe place to have eggs or put eggs. So I'm not going to. So like right now we're talking about that bread lie. I've looked at her once this week. Right. And we're getting close. And it's just one of those, are you in there? Are you in there alone? (laughs) Like what's going on? All right. You're good. Cool. Bye. Like, and that's it. Same thing with the rough scale and other things like that. Mm hmm. But this is where I get curveballs. So, like, I was on uh, an egg watch for my gold face white lip. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And now she's blue. And I'm like, wait a minute. You were supposed to lay eggs. Like, you were not (laughs) supposed to get blue. So now it's like my blackhead right it's like well clearly once again I have no idea what the fuck's going on down here so
2: year of the second blue
0: (laughs) yeah but I I guess I'll see what happens after this one because she's refused food and now she's gone into a shed so it's like all right she's gonna peel and then in four weeks she'll have eggs she's gonna refuse food the whole way there and I'm like I can't remember if she did this last year or not so I don't
2: know Hmm. yeah that's, I don't know, man. Yeah. Man. I've, I haven't heard that until you two have told me that tonight. <laughs> you <know? sighs> <laughs> yeah. Never a
1: dull moment. It's, yeah, as it's soon always, as you think you got figure it figured out, it's like. Exactly. Also, and, know, and it's always curveballs. Yeah. 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 As a side okay. note, you guys know how I've been like desperately trying to find a rubber boa for like the entire time you've known me. Yes, is it like we're trying to find <laughs> and a? And I like we're
0: trying to find one in the wild, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm in like, because we can
0: get you rubber boa. No, 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 in the but,
1: wild. Yeah. And I like <laughs> go where they're supposed to be and still haven't found one. My friend just found one on the beach, like next to the ocean beach. <laughs> Son of a bitch, man! Yeah. I'm very upset. But anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> I would, I would be too. <laughs>
0: I would be furious. Almost like, as is furious just going thing.
1: in the ocean like
0: what? It's like it's almost as mad as when my friends keep going places they're like there's so many sidewinders but then when I go with them they're like it's not a single sidewinder. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> just on a on an interesting thing real quick with sidewinders my experience and the two times that we've looked for them it's always windy. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah.
0: Mm. which it was me, windy as hell in Arizona and which, the Rob's probably listening it's going Owen we were in the wrong spot for wonders yes I know <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's
2: <sighs> interesting like we've sort of talked about it in a way that like I don't I don't know how to explain it but there's a certain feel when I'm when you're herping that you're like okay this is a snaky night yeah do you ever yeah. do you guys get that yeah when yeah you're herping yeah. like I don't know. The Stuff's
0: conditions moving. just seem Every right or Every night's whatever. a
1: snaky night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look behind me. <laughs> but yeah, but, no, uh, I, I agree. I don't know. It's kind of like the same thing when you're fishing. You're like, it's a yeah, fishy day. Yeah, yeah. They're going to bite. Yeah. They're
2: going to bite today. Just, I don't know if it's like a,
1: a feeling. I don't know if it's a, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where that comes now, from. Now, would you if say that just, feeling is often correct? Because <laughs> I find that my snaky meter is off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think my Sneaky Meter's
1: pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Well, a couple of times, right? The time when we were, I remember walking with Nipper when we were in Arizona. And we're walking, and that was the night that Justin stumbled upon the Aatrox. Nip, uh, Justin found the Carl Snake. Uh, the I forget if it was, I think Dustin found the Blacktail. Mm. Um, and that was all in just one spot. And I remember walking with Nipper and saying, like, ah, it kind, of feels, it kind of feels right. Like, it wasn't too hot. It was hotter during the day, just to cool down. There was sort of a yeah. nice breeze sort of going through, you know? Ah, yes. Who am I kidding? Sense. You found my uh, no in belly. <laughs> That was another one. It was a windy. It cool was like, a yeah. windy I don't know. It feels kind of, kind of
1: like wow. an op night. I know who man. I'm going to Australia <laughs> with.
0: I'm pretty sure, but I am also pretty sure. Eric said, I know. I feel like it's kind of like an op thing when we got off the plane. Like I'm pretty
2: sure Eric was just that hype. Well, so. a lot of you dismissed me that we wouldn't find it, but I stayed strong. I always believed <laughs> I in knew you. It. I have a time machine.
0: In my fever <laughs> no. dream, I always believed in you. Yes. Yes.
1: um anyway back to uh to yeah. Python. so that, yeah. that's how i set up the babies i cooked them at about 88 to 89 degrees my little sea serpents incubator with the uh vivarium electronic stat kind of okay it kind of wiggles a little um mm-hmm. but i'm okay with that so does the world uh <laughs> and yeah um, as you know, I, I it's hard to keep the scissors out of my hand. When when a little <laughs> head popped out, you bet I manually pipped every single goddamn head. J Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, no, I didn't an, do an, it in, twenty not, days earlier. In this my time. opinion, and you didn't.
0: Scoop? In, in, in my <laughs> opinion, there's a difference between manually pipping and taking a razor blade and cutting the entire way around. So, exactly. and you, you guys will get a kick out of this. My nephew Hunter, he is nine. And uh-huh. I told him that we had baby snakes hatching. And he's okay. like, did you cut the eggs? And I said, what kind of question <laughs> is that? And he's like, well, oh I, no, I watch YouTube I videos and, and you cut the eggs, right? I'm yeah. like, we don't have to cut the eggs. And he's like, but all the videos I watch, I'm like, I know what videos you're watching. We don't have to do it. So he's like, okay, so
2: yeah Yeah. (laughs) i get the same thing man every time i'm sure you do too lucas the being the snake guys right it's like you're talking to normal people and they're like oh i was on tiktok and i saw this person and they're just like (laughs) i couldn't believe they just scooped it out of the
1: egg and i'm like yeah it's traumatic
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't like
0: doing that to my babies (laughs) Yeah. yeah
1: yeah i i mean it yeah I'm, like, I'm on the hook to take care of my girlfriend's friend's bearded dragon because of being the snake guy. So, you know, mm. just. You
0: have any experience taking care of bearded dragons? comes with many so
1: <laughs> A reptile's a reptile, um, right? You're, you know.
0: <laughs> I don't know why, but he won't eat his rat. I keep just hitting him with it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now those Aspidites are gonna smell bearded dragon in there. Oh uh, it'll be gonna- all over you. Yeah. It's gonna be all over. I
1: hope he doesn't wander into a woma cage.
2: <laughs> so Ooh Getting Babies <laughs> <ooh, laughs>
0: Getting Babies Started.
1: Ah <laughs> yes. Let's talk about it.
0: Is it hard? Bad. Is it hard? Uh, well, for it's worse
1: than the other aspidites. Have
0: you tried to feed them baby bearded dragons?
1: No. Okay. Um, it was it was really easy. Uh, the, the uh the Walmas like to eat, uh, and one of the clutches pretty much they all just ate frozen, you know, first offering. Um, one of the clutches, the other clutches, the majority ate frozen first offering. Uh, some of them I started with live. Um, there were maybe like three of the babies that wanted quail and not rodent, but then after a couple mm. of quails, they went rodent. Um, mm. No problem. Uh, and the. Well, and then there was that third clutch where there was only one baby. That one ate just fine. <laughs> and then the fourth clutch, uh, they just shed yesterday, so I haven't tried to feed them yet. But okay, yeah, they're you know they're not hard. They're not like blackheads. You can just feed them, and they will. They eat better than the baby carpets I've had, so all good, hmm.
2: no problem. Yeah. That's when it's good to have. They they do that. Uh, the little baby woma. You know, like, I'm a cobra. Thing. Oh, they're pissed. Yep. <laughs> all, yeah, they're
1: all <laughs> the, 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 super the, triple,
0: The triple, yeah.
1: <laughs> With the mouth open and going like... That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <and like sighs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Although I'd say you. the
1: ones that do that a lot are, like, not the best eaters because they, like, strike past it. They're just mad. <laughs> mm, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Is there... Um, I'm curious, uh, you know, since we're mm-hmm. going
2: into details and stuff, is there, do you p- 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 uh, feed at a particular time? Of the day? Like for babies to get them started? Have you thought about that? I
1: think that it makes more of a difference in my experience with the Morelia but um, not so much with... I I mean I just tend to feed in the evening and at night just because that that tends to be how it shakes out with my day but it's not deliberate. Um, Right. They will Usually, just eat if you put food in front of them. I don't think they're as particular. Uh, that's good. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Again, very, very different than the blackheads. <laughs> and why they make good captives, right? Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: because if they're, you know, going to be not hesitant to eat, and you know, totally, and,
1: you know, just yeah. that's a and that's
2: a good good pet snake.
1: <laughs> once they start, they never stop. <laughs> <laughs> could be a finger. (laughs) Are you muted there, Owen? Jesus. (laughs) Haven't you been doing this for 12 years?
0: (laughs) No, no. But I feel like the worst thing ever is having something that's starting to eat and then have it go backwards. Yeah. Like, have it stop. Mm. And and that's happened a couple times.
1: Yeah, I had that with a baby stonewashed brittles last year. It was one, you know, straight out of the egg, it took frozen. Took two or three meals, and then didn't mm. eat again for five six months.
0: I, I had that happen with the um blonde hawk nose. Um, they were doing well, and then I got them eating. uh Then they, the, some of them just stopped eating, and I got them eating scented frog stuff, and then they just started <laughs> ticking off.
1: And it's it like, is cool. weird when that happens, though. It's kind of yeah. You are know, like, what? what, what are you going on through, what's what's buddy?
0: Going On <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. It's like something. I don't know if it was because I was getting them to eat chunks of like frog meat for a little bit Mm -hmm. with like the really bad ones. Mm -hmm. But it seems like the ones that really took off were the ones that were taking scented pinkies. And now they're taking scented fuzzies and hoppers and stuff like that, where it's like the ones that I had to give like chunks of frog meat to. I don't know if they they weren't getting enough nutrients out of it because it was like there was no bone in that or anything like that. It was just literally the the calf muscle off of a frog leg. Um, but I don't know. But each one that did that started like they ate those for a while and then I got them to eat scented pinkies and then after that I slowly started losing a bunch. So mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Damn. Damn. Yeah. Awesome. Shit. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> all right. what about Let's talk about, like, do you have specific projects in mind with your collection? Are you... Absolutely.
0: Clearly, Stripe is one <laughs> of
1: them. Wait, what? You say Stripe? Not what?
2: <laughs> stripe? <laughs> I was going
1: to say Are we stripe. talking about Walmas or Jungles? Yes, <laughs> like, <Wallace. laughs> Um No Stripes. No, no. Uh, yep. Just absolutely trying to make the most orange... Vibrantly colored, but still well-banded. Right. Woma's possible. That That's it. Um, I kind of got super lucky by somehow getting, like, the most orange Woma that I I and many others have ever seen <laughs> yes. from Dan to kind of seed yeah. my Woma journey. So I was kind of like that, like the project uh, uh, informed itself, right? Like I have this one snake that's just insane. So it was kind of like, it'd be stupid to do anything but build upon him. And, yes. uh, so that's it. Just orange as hell. <laughs> orange. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And it, so, um, well, I think it worked already. <laughs> one of yeah. the, so the female that I chose as my holdback from that clutch has, the orange belly just like dad, but then she also kind of has like a strawberry, like different tone across the whole base color of the body that is Mm. more akin to the mother. Um, the snake I call Tangy. So that one's going to be like the best of both worlds. And I'm really excited to see what that one looks like as an adult, because she did get both. Right. She got like nice. the that's best good. of both. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good feeling when you kind of hit you, you see that one that
0: comes when you out see new. that project yeah. actually come across. Yeah.
1: Right. And I know that I'm not the only one seeing it. Cause I had to tell like, casey lasik and other people know <laughs> they're like what about that one you know like, no, no 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 yeah so how it, dare you that's also a pretty crazy thing you know it's like
2: yeah yeah that in itself is is kind of nuts right yeah. yeah there you go man so it yeah. shows you you're on the right path when you got yeah. guys like that uh Hey, can I get that one?
0: No. Uh, always always keep it's the one fun. that everybody else is like, yeah. hey, what's going on with that one? Be like, nope, that one, no. It's, yeah. yeah. And,
1: uh, for for the girl, I'm holding strong. You know, you guys already know I, I had to send the one that I wanted to keep from, from the mails uh, out to Dan. But Dan sent me my mail. So, you know, it's only fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh – uh. That's that's not it. And, and you know where it is. It's not like I was, know where it is. It really yeah, that's what he said. He's somebody. like, right. you know, he's kind of been sending me stuff as he doesn't have as much time anymore. He sent me uh, his last yeah. female Western Blackhead. That's a 2002. And he was nice. like, you know, eventually I'm probably just going to send this back to you. And it's, it's a good point. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Well, well, I have no problem sending things over to Eric. You know, I just right. got to wait. He'll come yeah. back. Hundred percent. Boomerang.
2: But, it just keeps going. Yeah, he gets the only thing I won't bring back is some of those carpet morphs. They're stuck with you, my friend. Well, yeah, yeah. Jag, jag queen. Yes, no jags in this place. I don't have any jags. None no, you, oh,
0: I, oh. you got two of my caramels from le, from last Beautiful. year. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Beautiful.
2: Yeah, the that only, was done on purpose. Uh, yeah.
1: The only morph left in this building is hypo brettles and i feel pretty good about that because like we've talked about hypo makes them look normal
0: <laughs> do you need stonewash i'll send you stonewash
2: That's okay yeah. you sure yeah yeah i kind of you know i again i don't know I, I don't know where it's coming from with me but i gotta say like the more and more i look at i i, I think it must be like i'm really in deep into the more complete carpet like i'm mm-hmm. like in the process of like like reading a section and taking notes on it and, you know, like really going in and trying to like focus on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is, is when I'm reading the evolutionary chapter of Carpet Pythons, I can't help but hear Nick's voice just yelling at me, <laughs> you know, as, as I'm reading the book, like here's the audio book or whatever. Um, but I, I, you know, ever since I got this app where you can digi- digitalize uh, books Dude, mm-hmm. I'm at work. I'm on a break, drinking coffee. I'm reading a book, taking a note, writing a question or whatever. It's, yeah, it's like game, game cool. changer for me. Nice. Um, because I have all these books, but it's like, well, I can't lug them around. Clearly, when I bring them on planes, I forget them in, in the <laughs> – <laughs> But
0: say that we – like we, we can't – you could lug them around, but you can't be trusted. Yeah. yeah so. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so – but like having a library right at your fingertips, technology is kind of amazing. Um but, uh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> and now you got glasses that you can just like swipe across you know as I'm sitting in the Outback in Australia and, and Google um, Glass find carpet python. <laughs> <laughs> Scanning. It is. Yeah. 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 Scanning. Herping is so much easier now.
0: <laughs> like, I could see right thought, through the rock. <laughs> We
2: found one. Uh, it's down there. It's, yeah, yeah, 30 the crazy feet th- below me. <laughs> the crazy things you think of as you uh, herp in 100-degree uh, weather and, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's all well, good. Well,
1: let's go find Womas in the spirit of yes. this episode. How would we do mm. that? Well, you just, you know, Western go Australia. and then drive around at yeah. the, the, the night and look for snake in road.
2: And that's the uh, trip that we were supposed to take in twenty twenty,
1: right?
2: When was right. March? Yeah, yeah twenty twenty, yeah. right? Twenty twenty, yeah. yeah. That's where we were supposed to go. God, yeah. it would have been awesome to see a woma.
1: But they're pretty cool. We'll get back there. We'll get back. I there. think that they are great pet snakes. <laughs> where hmm.
2: does it fall for you? <laughs> I know, I know where the doctors. Uh... <laughs> I know where the doctor's thought is with this. I know where uh, the other Aspidites keepers are. Walmas,
1: blackheads. Yeah, oh, which is favorite? better? I, yeah, it's blackheads. I don't think. Blackheads. I don't think anybody wow. that keeps both can pick differently. Um. How so? Why? Really? They're just cooler. <laughs> They're just cooler. <laughs> yeah. Look wise. I don't know. I think wise, the, it's not think a psychopath. They have, yeah, they have all the things that we like about Womas, but then ev- like but more, you know? I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, know.
0: Nobody dies. Yeah, all I, right.
1: S- somebody probably disagrees, but to me Well, that's the beauty of the world, yes, for yeah, sure. But, just but blackheads just because are, they
0: disagree doesn't mean they're wrong. Yes, it does. I, yes. But, yeah.
1: No, they're they're smarter, they're less unpredictable. Well, Actually, no, I take that back. They're less predictably bitey and dumb.
2: Um,
1: And Wilma, you know, part of the Aspidites appeal is like the active diurnal display snake, like out and about doing stuff. Like, yeah, they both do it, but blackheads do it more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's more impressive with a blackhead. Yeah. Just the colors and stuff.
1: I agree, I agree.
2: But I love I mean over. it's got a jet black head. I
0: mean. Yeah, yeah. And there's something inherent about a blackhead. Like I, I don't know if it's the price tag or at one point the the semi rarity of it. But like at a reptile show, Wilma's on the table. Okay, it's Womas on the table. Blackhead's on the table, it's like, oh, like you take notice. So yeah. having a display with a blackhead in it, I think, would definitely draw more.
1: Well, isn't it true? Back in the day, it was Way the back opposite when. for a little while. Like, there was a time when womas were more expensive and more rare. And then that kind of flipped.
0: I think maybe. Be- uh, it's, yeah, it's our engagement photo. <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: That's a cool That's beautiful.
0: I love how I can't take my eyes off the fucking blackhead to actually smile for the picture. I'm just like, looking
2: at the picture in of my head and just staring at this. Yeah. blackhead. It's oh real. My God.
1: That's
0: the problem is that every time I go herping, the animal that's in front of me or that we find is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen specimen wise. And then like somebody else is like, actually it's like missing an eye and it looks like crap. And it's like, Oh, right. Yeah. But because we found it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But there's just something extra special about finding a python in the wild, man.
0: <laughs> but, well, there's it's that story. Just, I mean. There's something yeah. extra. That'll live, you know? that'll live in my head for the rest
2: of my life that night. Croats are cool. You know, all the different colubrids in North America. All cool, man. Badass snakes. Very cool. But there's just something. At something, least for about, me.
0: something about running so- in the dark and then <laughs> having the lights hit the black kid in the middle of the street and it's just
1: like holy shit. <laughs> it was, yeah. Someday I'll understand.
2: Yes. You will. Yeah. Hopefully next year.
1: <laughs> I hope so. I'm itching,
2: man. You <laughs> let itching. me know. I yeah. am itching. Yeah, that'll be uh that'll be good fun. Um all right. I think uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that we should know about Walmart Pythons and any Somebody wants to get into them.
1: What do you? What, where should they start? They are wonderful. I think that you, if you're like I was before I had Woma pythons, you probably are confused because you hear some people say that they are incredibly docile and super super chill, and then you hear other people say that they are raging, vicious, bitey monsters. The reality is yes. Um, The reality is they are very chill and docile and they're not going to be biting you because they are defensive or aggressive. They just have like the King snake feeding response on steroids times a million and Mm -hmm. they want to try and eat lots of things. So I think that, when you are interested in getting a Woma, you should get a Woma because you think they are really cool. You think they're beautiful and you're going to be okay not having a cuddly ball Python relationship with it. I think that Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be your expectation. I think that people should also know that most baby Womas are pretty similar in personality when they're neonates In that Mm -hmm. they're like very defensive. They rear up, they strike. But then once you get them in your, in your hand, they're pretty chill. That doesn't mean that that is how they will be as an adult. They're not like other snakes where you can judge personality pretty well out of the egg. Mm -hmm. Once they hit about two or three years of age and hit a certain size, that's when the personalities are carved out Mm. in that you're, little baby Woma that never bit you now suddenly thinks everything's food Um, Mm -hmm. or your little baby Woma that was defensive and struck at everything now calms down and is the nicest snake ever don't expect Mm -hmm. the baby personality to be the adult personality and it's just going to be a mixed bag that is what I would say Um, and what was the other question where to start (laughs) yeah I guess like you know I don't know yeah, contact you. you Jump you in may. with two feet. You may yeah. contact me. I have a lot of girls available. <laughs> yeah. I had 7. to start with, <laughs> with girls. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Are they hard to sex when they no
1: going no out the egg? easiest no? like both blackheads and womas easiest snakes to pop ever. They're it's so wonderful. It makes like mm. the prehensile tail on a carpet feel like a toothpick. <laughs> like nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, if you think they're neat and you're okay with a snake that might not be your your cuddle buddy, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll appreciate it for what it is. And it'll show you a whole range of behaviors that you're not going to see anywhere else in the python family. And, um, you know, give it a lot of space. It'll use every inch. And they're awesome display animals. And they just are... Very impressive and cute, so you should get one <laughs> nice, yeah, nice cool, well, uh, yeah, man, thanks
2: for uh well, it was good to finally be back the three of us here we
0: forgot that we forgot <laughs> how what your face looked like, so we needed to have another show, yeah
1: <laughs> yes, very true, yeah, hmm. well, you know i've 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 missed it, um. I'll be around for a month, and then I'll be gone again, and then after that, I'll be around for a while, hopefully. So yeah, but
0: in in your in your travelings, you're actually going to be close to us. That's so. true. Maybe we'll finally yeah. get the
1: the uh, the little in-person... you can see
0: you can finally see in person how short Eric is.
1: Little, yeah. little <laughs> smooches, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. me and Justin <laughs> and Rob Stone got little smooches on the last tour, so it's it's you guys's turn.
2: Nice. Yeah. No. Yeah,
1: Rob was impressed. So was Justin. So yeah. Wait. Oh. Ah, excellent. <laughs> yeah.
0: They give us like, they yeah, give us progress reports when good. they spot you. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, It's pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah.
1: Nice. Justin. Ah, uh, that's nice of him to say because he definitely came to like one of the rougher shows. <laughs> like, the stage was like five feet long. Like it was a miniature stage, like in the corner of a basement arcade. Oh, yeah. Like, no. so, oh, so like I was like in a corner behind our other guitar player. <laughs> so this is nice of Justin to say, but Rob came to the best show of tour in the biggest venue um in Denver. So nice. They yeah. They uh they got opposite experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a good
2: thing. So. To be it's young. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I want to say. I'm not, though. That's why it hurt. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: my body can't do this.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Way to get to my age. Holy shit. Dude. Oh, yeah. Man. If we
0: put Eric on a small stage, he'd probably die. So, yeah.
2: Oh, uh, I miss Jeez. playing out, man. That's the one thing I do miss. I do miss playing out. But,
1: I like it know. when it's like in town, and then I'd come home yeah. and sleep in my bed after the show, Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That, yeah. I like yeah. being I'm able to go home after.
2: after. Right, yeah, and, right, you you
1: know? Know. That was the best at the end of the last tour, was there was a few days in between... Um, whatever the show was maybe that was colorado and san francisco so like i came home right like i was home for like two days and then just drove into the city and did the show and came right home afterwards the best show ever <laughs> like
2: nice yes
1: i'm well rested i like <laughs> i'm nourished
0: <laughs> that's my my fear of carpet now is eric's gonna be at the grill and then once everybody starts eat like it's done like everyone's got food and is eating he's just gonna all of a sudden Turn around and he's going to have a guitar in his hand. and be like, where did you get that? Oh, How did dude, you get them? That no, back no that's that's yeah. if
1: you're lucky. You should thank Eric for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about this the
2: other day, right? And I'm mm. I'm actually pretty pumped for Carpet Fest, and I'll tell you why.
0: Excellent, good. It's it's shifted. Okay, good. Yeah, because all the
2: hard work is done. The heavy labor, the lifting, the pool. Like told uh, to like you
0: know, I told you to wait. I told you to get the, people. We have people I can't for wait, that.
2: Man. You saw the clock I sent you today. It's like 60 days until Carpet Fest. You know what I mean? I know. Time's, time's ticking.
0: Um, we have slave labor. We can use it.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. They, they're on strike or something. Because well, whatever.
0: Sure. Fine. Are you talking about me? No. Is you. A- no, no, the we get people. we have locals who are like, we can help. I'm like, good. Show up at Eric's house and do what he says. <laughs> like uh,
2: yeah. yeah. No so then but, Eric um, just went and did it all himself. So I'm thinking about it, right? And the first mm. thing I thought about is that I'm actually going to be outside with the people.
0: Yes. With with with
2: the people. <laughs> just- Correct. And the whole purpose of Carpet Fest has always been to have conversations with people. Right. And like my carpet fest, ever since I took it over here, has been just showing snakes. Right. Which, you're still having conversations with people, but you're not, it's not the same. It's not the same, right? Because you're, right. you're not actually getting to know the person. It's just like, mm. ooh, check out this snake. Ooh, check out this snake. Oh, do you have right. that one? Yeah, look at this. Oh, oh yeah, what's yeah in this bro. Bin? You know?
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> you know, but to, to be outside and, and, you know, actually interacting
1: with That'll get be much
2: better. Yes, yes 100%. somebody so I'm, I'm give really
1: Eric a beer for me and let him relax.
0: <laughs> I, I, I we, was Melissa and I went to like Lowe's or something, and they had the like that Blackstone grill or whatever thing dude, display. Game and I'm like, I'm like, Eric has this, and I'm excited.
2: <laughs> game <laughs> changes, dude. I cook everything on that thing. That's my awesome. wife was so smart, <laughs> and yeah, I found out her play cooking. I found out her play. She's not stupid by (laughs) any stretch of the means. (laughs) She She went and bought this Blackstone Grill knowing that I will be like – because there's something about like having two spatulas in your hand and just standing (laughs) out. Like a griddle? No, it's a a flat top. It's a
0: huge flat top. Giant flat top. And he's right. You heat it and like I've seen the videos of people cooking like just teams of burgers and caramelized onions and all. I've made –
2: Yeah. I've made – Fried rice. Yep uh, i've okay. done the I've done the hibachi steaming onion thing, which is yeah. But cool. say it's like a hibachi. <laughs> <thrill>. <laughs> hey, we it's love like having a giant. We love hibachi a grill. caramelized onion on this channel. <laughs> that is oh, true. Oh man, there's something about them. Um, my smash burgers <laughs> are to die for. Uh, let's see what else have I cooked. I'm gonna breakfast? bring dude breakfast. I'm gonna of bring cheesesteak meat. I'm gonna bring
0: cheesesteak meat and rolls. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's
2: it. Yep. Okay, that's sick. Um, yep. Yeah, cheesesteaks, dude. Next level, man. It's like no. you will never cook a cheesesteak in a pan again. You'll be like, What no. is this garbage? This is... Throw it out the goddamn Yeah, door. no, this is uh... and like <laughs> you put the roll on top of it and you scoop it up. Scoop with it up a like a little You scoop a up. bit of a little crust the a
1: little
0: yeah of nope. uh, yep little bit of a little bit of to little bit of a little bit of
1: I, your... so I <laughs> little a a dragger, yeah. Yeah, my drummer had one of the like ones that connects to your phone, and you like stick a little probe oh, in the yes. meat, and then you can just watch it like the That's internal the temperature. Has. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. It's high no. tech, high yes, tech. Man.
2: Yeah, so I made actually. Oh, and you'll be <clears throat> you'll be excited about this. So I made I made it at work actually just to try it out, but I made um, Zach's mojito chicken. <gasps> Mm -hmm. And people went nuts about it, right? So I'm like, let me try this on the Blackstone and see what happens. So I cooked the mojito chicken. I let it marinate for two days. Mm -hmm. And then I put it on the Blackstone. Oh, dude, with
0: rice. When I was herping with him, I said, I'm like, like, I I told him, I'm like, Carpet Fest is August 12th. I need you to show up with a bunch of mojito chicken. He's like, it's at Eric's? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you know, I'll be there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you got to, like, you have to. I'm feeling some stress and that there might be some fractures. I need you to heal us all with a big bag of mojito chicken. He goes, oh, oh, I got you. I'm
2: like, okay, good. So, yeah, this chicken is the die for Lucas, man. man. Oh, yeah.
1: I'd be there if it didn't have this, this tour thing going on. Yeah just ditch yeah. the
2: tour We're i know better. it's like
1: one week me, i kind of <laughs> wish that i could <laughs> like, it's like, it's like snake like world don't long. tell any of my bosses in music world but i don't want to do yeah, this yeah. anymore like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are you are like one or two weeks i think you're like one week. weekend off right yeah if you would come if yeah. you would come the yeah. the following saturday 100 or if we would scheduled this carpet, tour the better.
1: like the routing is is a is a bear like it's it's yeah. designed it's like bus routing but we're not in a bus you know so like mm. after we play oh, every shit. night we're gonna have to drive four to six hours after the show to get to the hotel it's oh, gonna go be to like, hell yeah it's no. gonna be a lot of like getting into bed at four and getting up to drive at six kind of yeah. things so. <laughs> that's terrible man i know i'm i need to like find a way to be excited because i'm really not when I'm you get stage to, do you get uh, excited It depends on the stage. Well, it depends on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, Lollapalooza probably will get me excited, but Mm -hmm. for every Lollapalooza, there's a Schmiggities, and that was a bar. (laughs) Schmiggities was a bar in Buena Vista, Colorado, or Steamboat Springs, Colorado, where we played to two people. (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> One of which came to every show of The tour, the other was a dude in a wheelchair That was chill as fuck <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he had some
2: uh, uh, Legal help going along with him Being oh. so chill or whatever But yeah. uh, Probably um, It was, yeah, schmegadies Yeah <laughs> uh, that's awesome. schmiggities! I don't know, man. Yeah. If, I would talk to the booking agent. Like, Schmiggety should raise a flag to say, hmm, maybe I should mm. check out this website and see what's going on here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I Yeah. I don't know. At least, you know, hey, I, it'll be summer. Maybe I'll find some cool, like, reptiles. <laughs> Do you know. get to squeeze that Maybe. in at all? Yeah, any Stop kind of herping. Snake? I don't yeah. know. We'll be driving at night. Yeah, right. Stop for a snake when we have to like get to a hotel and it's already like two in the morning. Everyone will kill me. <laughs> Who is this asshole? He's gonna okay. go.
0: <laughs> Stop for a snake. They'll be like, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, oh no. boy. Well, thanks for having me back on the NPR. My yeah, my third yeah. time. Third time's the charm.
0: There you now go. I'm a real Yeah, boy. it was great. We 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 should really have like you know when like you host Saturday Night Live for a certain amount of time, you get like a robe with has like a number on it, a <laughs> like, yeah, an NPR just, jacket, MPR jacket, like, yeah, yeah. Ja- NPR jacket,
1: yeah. Hmm. I don't. Dis- I'm not at jacket yet. You've had some people that have been on here like five, six times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think Nick and Justin are probably the most right. I think we should.
0: I think we should give them some sort probably. of hat that says like I was on the NPR. Uh season one. <laughs> <laughs> MPR season one guest, yeah. And it's a little yeah. MPR season uh, one guest hat. <laughs>
2: I'm sure everybody knows where to find you, but Lucas, just in case people don't, and we have a yeah. new person listening, can you uh, tell them how, how to see
1: what you have going on? Hi, new person, nice to meet you. I'm Lucas. I'll talk <laughs> to you, you, you about snakes. <laughs> <laughs> www.centralianexotics.com, uh, centralianexotics@gmail.com, and I yeah, I don't know if I'm even really like the womas are kind of selling themselves this year. I don't think that mm. I will be advertising a lot of them. So if, if you do want one, you know, get in touch with me. They're probably not going to be sitting there on Morph Market for you to peruse. So let me know. Awesome.
2: Cool. All right. For us, um, com is our website. You can find us at NPR Network and all the social things, uh YouTube channel, all that stuff. Um, Carpet Fest is, when is it, Owen? August 12th. August 12th.
0: If you show up to to Eric's house on the 11th, he will ask kindly ask you to leave. (laughs) Like it is, yeah. (laughs) Also, there's (laughs) a hard end. So if you are still at Eric's house on the 13th, (laughs) he will kindly ask you to leave. leave. (laughs) 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 Yes,
2: (laughs) kindly is the key word. Um, (laughs) I I will be putting up. uh, um, I am so close to having the finished. to get the approvals from 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 the Peanut Gallery here for uh, the Carpet Fest shirt, uh, first so- off, I approve Ooh. of
0: everything that you do. Everything, yes. goddammit, except <laughs> for that magazine. Um, that was the yes. only one. That was that's bad, true. Pretty, bad pretty bad much bad every
1: all. time Eric posts an idea, you're just like, Love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> do it. Love that.
2: Love that. Do I have to do anything? No. That, that's <laughs> even better.
1: <laughs> this is not a lie. <laughs> not a lie that, at all.
0: <laughs> that is 100% correct. Yeah. That, that yeah. is how most meetings go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> good meeting let's good go meeting. good meeting
2: good job <laughs> keep up Wait, the good how work come i'm only going to work <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault <laughs> i i thought i thought i was the pod father no <laughs> clearly listen, you've been listen you get you get
0: to do you get to be introduced as the pod father and i get to be introduced as the other guy like and that's throughout all things so you What's know
1: my title in 2023 you
0: shall always... Mm. You shall forever be the intern.
1: Oh,
2: he's got to graduate from intern Never. status. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. He's, we got to have... Uh, I don't know what it would be. We got I mean, to eventually think of, when uh,
0: he does get his doctorate, I think we just call him the official doctor of the NPR network. I but m- yeah. may
1: Wait. have emailed a UC Berkeley professor yesterday out of like a manic, oh. like panicked episode of... I need to do something with my life, so maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Mm,
2: Doctorate. Mm. Mm. Wait, what happens to Justin? He's no longer the doctor? Well, the two of them would obviously have to fight to the death. If you
1: put two doctors together...
0: Yeah. We have our own makings of an NPR college. So, all right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no, I like it. So go on, keep
0: going. Yeah. I used to say
1: two master's degrees equals a PhD. So, two PhDs equals a, a think really, tank. really smart person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of something funny. It didn't happen.
2: That, uh, it, no, sorry. Crap,
1: dang. You know, it. Was, yeah, uh, this is why time. he
0: doesn't graduate from intern right here. This is uh, it.
1: Uh, yeah. right.
0: He's got it. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't like being when the he bad comes guy. On the
2: Australia trip—that's when the graduation happens.
0: Then we would have that ceremony out in, in the doctor, bush. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Did you say You've Dustin Gron is the other intern? He's the field based. He's intern? the herping
0: intern. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah he's the field based intern. I don't even know if he's oh, an no, intern. I don't anymore think he's intern. He, I, think he's yeah, I, think he's, I think he's field <laughs> dad. I think he's field yeah. dad. Yeah. Slowly <laughs>
0: becoming slowly he's becoming field, field guide status. Yeah.
2: He's the field father. Him, and, yeah. him oh. and Justin, they've combined to become Ustins. Um, <laughs> they they've become the Ustins. It is weird when
0: they
1: go
2: out in a group. Phenomenal yeah. field
1: herbers. Justin and Dustin, stop fighting everything.
0: Just just yeah. start yes. yell Ustins and then they both come Could yeah. you
1: like leave me like a coach whip or something,
2: man? Like a garter Dude, snake or something.
1: <laughs> Justin Julender's tall. That's yeah. Like, I was so like, "Whoa, you're big!" When I met him in person, I was like, "Oh wow, this you this must be the same large. size as me." Then, <laughs> <laughs> nah, easy, buddy. Hey, <laughs> okay.
2: because uh, Justin, yeah, he's tall, but
1: he's hey, not. He's a big yeah. man. I was like, "Hello, what the fuck?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, Well, this is clearly going off the rails. We should end this. Now it's carpets and coffee. Yes. Uh, It is. It's slowly (laughs) becoming that. That's right. Uh, All right, Owen, I don't know what you want to throw out there, but say
0: uh, your piece. Nothing because this is going to come out after this week. So if I saw you at Hamburg, hi. If you bought Uh, stuff, awesome. Um, I need to evict a lot of 2022 babies. So uh, if you're looking for bread lie, uh, hey, got Python any mors. captive
1: bred white lips?
0: I do. I do. I have all of them still, except for two of them. Um, I let two go. You one, hear that? One Lisa, you, one... you
1: bastards. He's actually going <laughs> to yeah. let you buy them.
0: I am. I am. I, I let. I. I have done all the trades that I wanted to do with them, and I kept back a pair of them for myself. So now I have, Um. A, I think I have 2.3. That are up for sale. Yeah.
1: See, nice. that's what I'm saying. Buy owned snakes.
0: So there's there. there and then there's also captive born bred Madagascar hognose, Madagascar blonde hognose. And I have some Chinese king rats kicking around that I need to get rid of because um, hmm. I had more Chinese king rats.
1: That was, so, my, nickname, uh, <laughs> uh, that was my nickname in college. Yeah.
0: <laughs> No, Chinese nope, nope, king No, nope, not nope. We're not touching it. No. No, 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 no. It's very important that we don't touch that. So okay. yeah. <laughs> moving Weesh. along. Moving on quickly. Yeah. So um uh but yeah, I, I got some stuff that need to go because I once again have grossly <laughs> produced way too many babies. Ah. So
2: Anyhow. somehow it'll even out this is the part this Never is the part does. in the program where owen is worried that he produced too much and then by the time he goes shut to up. breed next all year it right, will it's all the, be clear. no well, because and you will forget what he did the year before no, they, they, and how much idiotic all right yeah he and he'll myself. breed three new species <laughs> of
1: colubrid that he hasn't yeah. bred before yeah. well i
2: don't have the chance exactly. to do that yet they, they need but anyway you know we um, hit the truth when his voice goes up <laughs> <laughs> The voice goes up. We've hit the truth. Yeah. For some, free. yeah. And then mid-breeding yeah. season will be like, I don't know if I'm going to produce <laughs> well, anything this year. Yeah. I mean, my track record for the past five years has been really crappy. <laughs> Ten years. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, you've been really hitting out of the park the last five well, years. Yeah, well, he hasn't bred fired.
1: Timor's yet, has he? Oh. Loser, bitch. <laughs> um, but, Are you even trying? Um, what a loser. Not they yet. I told him to all? tell you. Yeah. Loser.
0: <laughs> um. I think I was talking to Melissa yesterday and I'm like, well, Eric screwed me up because I said no breeding of carpet pythons. And he's like, well, do you want to take the hypo mail? And she goes, yep, he screwed you like I thought he would.
1: (laughs) If I had a beard hair for every time you didn't breed Timors, I'd have a beard.
0: (gasps) You'd have four hairs on your lip like you No,
1: it'd be more than four.
2: Six. Has it been six? I don't know.
0: I I've had been the T I haven't tried to breed them.
2: So. You didn't breed what? them when they were babies? How okay. dare
0: you? I didn't I didn't immediately them take them and just like start chucking them together after I got them from Rob.
1: Yeah, you didn't I learn think nothing that, uh, from the ball pythons. <laughs> I think that my nope. streak of Breeding everything that I've tried to breed so far <laughs> <laughs> is going to end with the womina scrubs when they're old enough. <laughs> you think so? I I'm think they're the think, ones that know, are going to do me in. <laughs> like I'm looking at the future. I'm like, it's going to be you, bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's easy when you're going after low hanging fruit. Oh, low hanging you know. fruit like blackheads. Oh. I don't know. Did they hatch or did you extract them? I don't know. Oh, well, this has gone off the rails. <laughs>
2: For everyone dear, listening, dear, I'm not dear.
1: actually cocky. Owen just brings it out of me. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Nipper.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm very humble. Yeah, when I talk to Lucas, it's a different
1: Lucas. It's Owen just when runs, I show all up, he just sudden, feels like, like he has to flex
2: and be oh, mean. I'm just
1: looking at this yeah. guy on his phone the whole interview. I'm like, what's this guy doing? <laughs>
0: Damn.
1: When there's there. no video,
0: don't, you don't need to know what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: I can vouch <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding I'm kidding so the other reason that I'm this unhinged is that a new season of that sketch comedy show that I keep telling you to watch I think you should leave on Tim uh, on Netflix with Tim Robinson that just yes. came out and so my my energy is that show um, and, okay. it, and it, you will not like me when I am that guy
0: you so will is, not that, like me. is that the is that the next hurdle we're going to attempt to get on a sketch comedy show
1: I'm just saying, somebody listening to this will have seen the show and they'll know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> oh, if you think that, all of think this is leave. making, if you think all of this is making on the air, Eric's going to cut out like half of it. He's going to be like, and oh, we're we're no, done. this is
2: all staying." <laughs> this is ah, it. Damn it! This is it. It's all on it. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is getting cut? This is God gold, damn it! Buddy. This is you what know this at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to end it, but you kept. You know going, what? Yeah. I don't want trying to. But here, then Lucas
1: I'm, is like, "Let's continue talking." If anybody. <laughs> The first person to contact me to buy a snake that uses, and I think you should leave quote in the solicitation. I will pay for your shipping.
0: Are you sure you Ooh. want to do that? Shipping has gone up recently. That is a. a I a love fortitude. the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's where we're we'll
0: going. I mean, dear God.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Come on, Owen! I need your your, right, yeah, your goodbye. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> We're waiting for you. What the
1: hell? I don't know what
0: you're
2: doing. Not Good night. Get out. Go. Push the button. Sometimes push the. <laughs>